0: Hello, and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Marla Press, and she is a speaking coach, also a life coach, and an art of presence trainer. And I'm gonna let her tell you more about that, but first, Marla, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Fu. Thank you so much for having me here. You know, I'm in Colorado, and today was a gorgeous, sunny day. The weather was really crisp, and the sun felt so warm I'm just I'm in heaven
0: oh, I, I I that sounds so amazing I, I've been in Colorado before I really loved it I have friends there Jason which is CEO of Strategic Advisor board and and you know he the, the owner of this podcast uh, he made me a guest podcaster and and he picked that because and I get it right because it is it is really a a, a great place I mean it's a great state I'm in mean, Oregon which it's very cool especially in the summer uh the only thing is just rains too much and that's that's the only thing but today has been all right yesterday there was sun uh today's (laughs) been like uh it's kind of gloomy right now but you know uh it's it's not too bad it's not raining at least right (laughs) yeah and um, I love
1: that you know I've met you before and we didn't communicate ahead of time but we both wore red and look at this again right having to Uh, say so we both wore red I love it (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and we we talk about like that, how red was our color. We didn't plan, right? Of, of right. just using red. Uh, my phone is red. My laptop is red. Like you see, red. Like it, it is. It is. I <laughs> love, love red. I
1: love it. Uh, yeah.
0: Um. I, I used to be a blue guy, and I think as my personality changed, uh, my 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 prefer, preferred color changed, which is I think is pretty interesting, and I tell people that. Um, because uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of odd, right, when you think about it, but. Anyway, so um, let's kick it off with a quick introduction about yourself and your company.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. So have you ever noticed that there's a lot of speakers out there that are very heart-centered and they they come off very warm and you know they care about what they do, but you just can't keep your attention on them because they're a little boring? And then there's other speakers out there that come out and they're, yeah, yeah, and I can change the world and I'm so great. And here's what I got to give you. And it's overpowering, right? It's just too much. So what I help people do is to balance that entertainment factor, because you need to be interesting, right, with having that connection to the audience. And how do you balance that so that you're really interesting, you keep people's attention, because let's face it, these days we're so bombarded with information, it's not easy to keep people's attention. And then how do you connect so that people trust you? So they don't just get inspired for a few minutes or think you're funny, but they want to work with you.
0: Yeah, you really want people to, you want to make, if you're a speaker, you want to make an impression, right? A long lasting, good mm-hmm. impression. Yeah. right that and that's that's so important to to be memorable right not just oh i heard a joke and i laugh and that's it it wasn't really the person it was the moment right and you the moment is good but the person that delivered the moment should be you know as as big if not bigger to be to remember and and, and you know me being in this journey right of pr uh and and now even be, being a podcast host and becoming a speaker now that's the, the thing that i'm doing now too uh. because you know i gotta practice what i preach right i gotta become my own client too uh and and, and i i agree completely with what you're saying it, it is so important to be able to to master the art of presence because it, it it's not what you're saying is how you say it. Tonality is is everything, right?
1: I love that. Yeah, in fact, you know, what I tell people is it's, your communication is only 10% the words you use. So words are important, but they're only 10%. And then it's about 20% your tone. And it's a whopping 70% your body language and your energy.
0: That's a big one.
1: Yeah, that it's huge. And the energy, how we communicate with energy is often subconscious. So we're not always aware of what our energy is doing, let alone what someone else's energy is doing. But we take that information in even subconsciously and we react to it. So it's really important to learn how to master both your internal energy and your external energy.
0: Yeah, I mean- no doubt. Uh, and, and it's something that I've, I've learned so much about it. And I'm still, I mean, still kind of baby steps on it on in on, on, the energy and presence, because, you know, I, I always thought uh, everything is energy. But from 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 that concept, to taking it to like, small, like, practical things that you yeah. can actually feel and, and explain and, in in control in a way right uh it's something that just i just said it before now i'm starting to understand it and and with my especially with my girlfriend um you know we live together i work from home like she works for me basically so you are always together so it's extremely important for Mm -hmm. for us to to like the energy exchange because it's not how you know it's it's not what i'm saying it's how i say in it and like even like this morning we were like having a discussion and then it was in we were very mindful about breathing and just like breathe lower the energy and she's like i'm like i can feel it and like i can feel it from her too so so it's it's crazy like i mean if you really pay attention to it you can feel it like and and that's why it's, it's so important so so that that something big (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because it's so true that this is these techniques are not only important if you're a speaker on a stage or you're speaking to a potential client, but to your personal relationships, it's also really, really important. These same techniques work for all of that, and that's how we communicate. It's energetic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, everything that I have learned for business, I ha- has applied to my life. Like. All the skill sets that I've used to become a a better host for this podcast, a better salesperson, a better leader for my team, a better operator to be able to deal with the things of the business. Everything has translating into being a better communicator, into understanding things better, into managing my relationship even better. Right. And that's why. Uh, i i say like business and life is not something separate it, we can put labels to different yeah. things but you know we are we are a person like i'm foo and and i am what i am and it's not like i switch it on and off like oh business person and then normal person right like i'm just me and that's why it's so important and uh, on that note um do you have any uh, advice tips or actionable uh items or tips that you have, that you can share with the audience, especially for, for speakers, right? That, that you specialize on speakers. So you have any actionable tips for the audience?
1: Oh, I have tons. I have so many. So one of the first things that I work on with people is how to get your energy out of your cluttered mind and bring it into your full body presence. So when I talk about presence, it's not just about mindfulness. That's what a lot of people think of when they think of presence is not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, but having your mind in the present moment. But I take that a step further. And besides having your mind in the present moment, you want to bring all of your energy into the center of your body. And there is where your major life force lives. And when speakers speak and they're up in their head, for example, a lot of times they get red in the face or their, their throat turns a little bit red. You've probably even seen this in some on TV for some experienced speakers where they get a lump in their throat and they're like, oh, why do I get a lump in my throat when I go to speak? It's because your energy is all up here and it's not really throughout your whole body. So how can you be grounded and have your energy in your whole body, but especially the place I call home space? it's in the center of your pelvic area because this is your power place this is your place of creativity and then have some of that in your heart space which is your place of self-acceptance and acceptance of others and then communicate from there communicate out from there and radiate that Instead of just talking up from this little head bubble that's so cluttered with all your daily chores and and your mind going, well, what should I be thinking and what's going to happen next and all of that. People change like that when I get them into this home space. It's amazing.
0: Home space. So there was uh, some key things there that I want to unpack because obviously one of the main things about this podcast is that I use it to learn. Uh, and to then ask questions that might the audience might have so so you said uh first so like in it kind of got me thinking about like the chakras points type stuff right because just like the pelvic and then like the heart space and then the home space is that something that kind of relates to that is is, is that like kind of related
1: yeah that's a good question what i try to do is make the woo energy a little bit more practical right so because I think a lot of people turn off when they hear chakras some people love it and you know it's great but it's not for everybody and I try and open it up so that it's practical for everybody and part of that is you know calling it something like a home space or heart space we all can relate to that and it's it's similar but the exercises I do with people is different than thinking about the chakras in particular. So, you know, I think of the head space as a very cluttered area, and the heart space, I you know, identified as the self acceptance and self love or love of others, and the home space as as the essence of who you are. So it's 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 different but similar.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, something that came to mind uh, when you said that. And it's not something that I am very deep into, uh, I guess, not yet. Uh, I've been kind of exploring that that side of things, right, of, of of being able to explore the spiritual and the unexplainable type side of things. Uh, but I'm also a very practical, very science and math were one of my favorite topics when I was growing up. That's why I went to study engineering. Then I went to the Air Force, then I became a PR strategist. But, you know, uh, the, still, it's something that the reason that I did that is because I'm always interested about that. And I'm always going to be a science person. Uh, I think that now it's just a, how can I explore scientifically, but also being open to the unexplained. <laughs> so that's yeah. how I'm approaching this.
1: I'm very big on the unexplained because I've had a lot of personal experiences where things happen to me that you can't explain with science. So, you know, I've had visions, I've had um, I've had an out-of-body experience. And when I wasn't dying, I just happened to be out of my body all of a sudden. I've had some very strange things happen that can't be explained. And this started as a young person. So my belief is that we all have this inner knowing that we often don't tap into. And when we do tap into it, it's really, really powerful and that not, you know, we do create our own reality with our own, you know, filters. And it's not always correct. So I think it's really important to, you know, I totally believe in science. I love science. I studied a lot of science also. And I also have this other part of me that just understands, because I've experienced it, what that can happen if if you don't it can't be explained by science. There's just some things that can. And I love that. I love that. It's, you're a curious person, right? I'm a curious person. It's like, wow, how how can that be? I just love it. Yeah, yeah.
0: me too. And and I love um, trying to to do something with it, right? Like, it's not just about learning it. It's about what does, does it mean to me, to my life? And on that note, um, is there by any chance um, a way that you connect this. So when you go to stage, right? Like let's say I'm gonna go to a TEDx stage because I I might be going soon. So that's why I'm asking. (laughs) Um, When you're gonna come there, like what kind of mindset uh, do you get to? Do you have a mantra? Like, how do you get to like, look, you already did your homework, right? You did your stuff, you got prepared, you're ready. The moment is gonna happen. How do you approach that moment and how do you I'm guessing you coach your your clients also to to do these things? And I think this is going to be something very valuable for the audience
1: yeah. so that's a great question. and it's not going to be the same for everybody, but here's a few a few things that really help. So first of all, you know I have eighteen different practices I take people through when I coach them. So it's a lot of experiential exercises that work on not just your energy, but your, your delivery, your confidence, I use techniques, I use, you know, content, how to create the best content, compelling stories, all kinds of things, how to use your voice differently. But as far as preparing for something, once so you're already practiced, you're already prepared, but what do you do those few moments before you go into it? Ah! So, one thing I have people do is literally focus on your feet. Because we're all up in our head, right? So that's where our energy is kind of escaping out of our head. And it grounds you instantly when you focus on your feet and feel them. Because most of the time, we don't know what our feet are doing. (laughs) It's just not something we care as much about our feet as we do about other body parts, right? So focus on your feet being on the ground and allow yourself to sink into the ground. People might think of Mother Earth or just the ground, whatever it is. And to sink into that and then to have, you know, then to bring some intention into this power space in your home space. And then another really important point is again, it's 10% the words you say, right? And people worry so much about forgetting their lines that they get flustered or they say a lot of ums or filler words, or they they just freak out and, and they don't have the confidence. So I tell people know that you know it because you know it you know your material and it doesn't have to be you know if you're a great writer i'm a good writer and i think oh if i could only say it exactly how i wrote it it would be so great well that might be true but you don't want to ever seem like you're over rehearsed or practicing or reading something or it's an elevator speech you want it to be authentic and natural and the best way to do that is to just Practice as much as you can, and then whew, let go of that and just say, I know this.
0: Yeah, I would say uh, the way that I would frame it, uh, the same thing, at least in my mind, is, is believe that you know it. Because uh, something that I say this all the time, because it really impacted me, and I kind of use it as a, as a, as a mantra for, for, for my life is... Um, that I got this from Terrence, Terrence X Johnson, I call him Mr. Johnson. He told me you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. Yeah. And for me, that is something so powerful that I use it to all these things. And that's why it, it, it got into my mind, you know, when when you said that, because believe that you know it. Because if you don't yeah. believe that you know it, like you're like you are if you believe that you can do it or you believe that you cannot do it both times you will be right <laughs> yes. it's, it's just all about like you know you're you you limiting yourself or not right like if you believe you can do it you can do it if you believe you cannot you cannot like yeah. it's just that simple so that's why it got me thinking on that
1: yeah as humans we go out of our way to make ourselves right <laughs> whether it's whether it's for a good purpose or not that's what we do we we bring in information to try and you know reinforce what our thought is and we attract magnetically what our thoughts are so absolutely yeah so believe in yourself believe in what you have to offer because we all have a gift to offer we all have a story and that's another reason I love what I do is because I help people tell their story and deliver their messages In a more powerful impactful way so that they can make an impact so they can inspire change so they can help a lot of other people i love that
0: yeah yeah i i completely agree with that and and i just want to say you know thank you for for all this all this um amazing like golden nuggets right and I, i never had someone uh have going to this direction in my podcast so it's it's being a very different and i think as i i and a lot of people because uh we're, we're concentrating now more on interviews and stages as a company in in the market that's just what's happening first is you get great content and that's what's moving everything uh second uh, you get more leads uh third like you also uh Get more authority, even though like, oh, you might say like, oh, being featuring Forbes in a publication versus being on a stage. You say like, well, the difference there is, yes, you get the logo and you get all this stuff, national media. But then in which we do, too, but like the focus on, on the stages part, because it's so hard to bullshit if you are on a stage or on a podcast, like it's hard to to get around bullshit. So you show the real you, you show that like if you're a real expert, that's this is the the, the place to really show it because you're there unfiltered, you know, talking. So in a in a publication, it's something that well, I mentioned or something. You might not be the sharpest person, but somebody helped you write it, and you said a couple of things, and boom, right. So that's why for me, it's so much more real, so more raw, and and that's why like I think this is so important because. This is where everything is going right now. Like for all my clients, like eight figure, nine figure clients, like we're all doing, this is what we're focusing on. It's leveraging OPS, other people's stages. This is a stage. This is my stage, right? Uh, Which is my podcast. And then, you know, there's virtual stages, in-person stages, other podcasts, even TV is kind of like a stage, right? Like you have an audience there. So the the shortest one uh, though, right? Because it's just like maximum like five to seven minutes, but usually more like two, three minutes. (laughs) So uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, that's why I said, like, my point here is that this is very, very timely and very useful. So thank you for, for sharing that with the audience.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if these days, if you can't be good on camera and you can't own the stage, whatever stage that is, you're not going to make an impact and you'll be limited in the amount of money you can make. And you got to make money to have a bigger impact. It's just exactly that's the way it's your walls. And so it's so important. And it's funny, there's a lot of people who are good on a stage, but they're crappy in in video because they just don't understand that you're not talking to a camera. That's what they get stuck on the whole idea of the camera and, you know, maybe even how they look. But really, what I what I teach people to do is even if you're looking at a camera and even if I'm doing a webinar and you're not in front of me, I still picture the audience. I still imagine who you are out there and what you might be like and what you might be interested in and and I feel a connection energetically to you, and and that's not real woo woo either. It's it's true, and that makes all the difference. I talk about receiving your audience and not just talking at them, and it's a subtle receiving subtle difference. Your audience. But I'm just talking at no. yeah, people. It's like what does that mean? you know, we're, we're, we're we're all givers. We're taught, you know, especially people that are in these mission driven businesses, we're givers and we're taught to give and giving is great, but how can you receive? Because communication is two way, even if you're just in front of a camera. So, you know, some people are good on camera and they're horrible on a stage. So, you know, (laughs) I try and help people be good in both, but it's, it's really interesting how, you know, our psychology plays into a lot of this and, and, uh, really affects how we come across.
0: Yeah. And it's uh it's kind of, it takes me back to, to the, the energy. Uh, right. And, and uh, when you said about um, even like to, you know, the money part and everything I've been, I've been taking that like, look, money is just an energy exchange. Right. And being on stage is an energy exchange. Everything's an energy exchange and, and receiving the audience like i heard like feeling the audience right like that's a common one but receiving the audience it's not a term that i've heard before and that's why I, you noticed right my face was like thinking right like i got <laughs> went through my thinking face uh and uh i really like it because it that goes back to like the energy thing right like it's it's not just it's receiving the energy not just feel, oh, like, feel like, oh, like, if they're bored or not, right? It's not just that, it's just really connect, right?
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. How can you connect to the audience, no matter who they are, where they are, an audience of one or many, it's that connection so important. And people will feel it from you. If that's the way your communication is happening versus your, you know, if your intention is, I have this great information, and I have to give it to you, it doesn't come across as well as hey let's let's have a communication
0: yeah yeah and and that's something that for me when you say that like oh giving 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 and i was so like i'm all i'm a giver like obviously I, i'm still am right but again take, talking about like all the things that i've learned in business and then this applies also to life i've learned so much more about receiving so that's why that word again, right? Like it just hit me because I've been so intentional about receiving, right? Like I give and I give value a lot and I'm always how much value can I give, but I'm also receiving, especially on that communication side, right? Like the sales and business, like you gotta listen to people, especially me in PR. Like I need to get to like the bottom of things of your why and what makes you different. And so then I can really do do your justice, when I'm pitching you, when I'm placing you in the in the right places. So that's why like that's just, that's receiving, receiving the audience, uh receiving that energy, connecting. I think that's like the key point here in, in, for for this episode. So thank you for that. Give me, give me things, things to talk to think about. <laughs> so I yeah, I
1: love that. It's such a big word. Yeah. And it's it's hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. yeah. So I give, you know, I do it specific exercises to practice that. Because, you know, what I don't like to do is go out and just give people a lot of information because they're bombarded with information and they may or may not use it. But if I <laughs> teach you how to use it and you do that in real time, that's what I do, because that changes your life.
0: That's why I am a firm believer on coaching and, and consulting, you know, like, you know, because I I had great good grades when I was in school because I pay attention and I like it, but doing homework and stuff, I don't want to do that. Like I'm home. Like I just want to play or something. Right. Uh, (laughs) But, but I always was very intentional. I was like, can I finish this homework uh, like in class or something like before going home? So I don't have to worry about that. Uh, And and that's why like, for me, like I'm very, I've invested so much in, in different coaches and stuff because that's how I learn. That's how I like to learn. I like to be guided. I like to be like, pushed in a way right to be better like i like that and and i learned so much better like that And that doesn't mean that i don't do my my homework right like and it's something that that i still you know it's not like oh just what i do here period right but it, you know having that accountability and, and 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 really have people together that pushes you that that's something that, that's super big for me so i definitely believe on coaching so um this you know, this has been great. I know there's gonna be people that are gonna be like, look, I wanna learn about the art of presence. I like I think she was great. So I gotta if there's people that want to communicate with you, how can people find you?
1: Yeah, it's so easy to find me because my website is just my name, MarlaPress.com. Super easy. And there's information about my coaching, my one on one, my boot camps I do, and the public speaking workshop Then I have one just on the art of feminine presence and one on the art of presence for men and women because men got to get into this too <laughs> so I mean, there's a lot men, right
0: and I'm and, here <laughs> like and I'm like yeah. learning and excited about it and and we're most likely going to be doing some things together because you know we talked last time and we're going to talk more so uh, I'm excited and, and I'm, and can I'm I just say
1: too that you you're such a great role model And especially for young people. And and here's why. You're you're very motivated, but you're also so personable. I mean, you talk about yourself. So this is what a lot of speakers don't do is they don't really talk about themselves. They give information, but you really make it personal and in such a, a friendly way. And then you talk about your struggles or you talk about how. You know how you got to where you are. I mean, you've exploded. You've done fantastic in a very short amount of time and very admirable. But part of that is because of who you are and how you communicate. Yeah. So mm.
0: thank you. Love hanging thank out you. with you. I really appreciate that because um, you know, it's it gets so like and draining and stuff sometimes, you know. I mean it it's they have And this hasn't been easy. I mean, I'm dealing with so many challenges, and 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 it's, you know, it's part of the journey of growing. You know, like just two years and a half into this, never done a business before, never done PR before. I didn't know what PR really was about, other than like I like commercials, I like people in Forbes and TV, and then I was like, oh, that sounds cool, and then I learned about how the power of it, right, and and how it has pushed me to push me and my clients and everybody that I teach about this to be a better communicator, that that translates to life, right? Like I said earlier, and for me has become a mission now, right? It's something about, I have the power to amplify the impact of people. Like I can put people in national stages, right? Like being on national TV, being enforced, being all these things. And for me, that's such a big power that has become of like, look, I need to make sure that I amplify the impact of the right people, because I'm gonna I'm gonna help them to ampl- to impact more. If it's negative, I am amplifying negative, right? So that is something so so powerful, and for me, I've taken it as such a big responsibility, and and, and that's what makes me push because I have something that is bigger than any individual it's not just about me it's not just about my family It's not just about one client it's about making the world a better place however i can and this is my vehicle this is the vehicle that i'm using and the reason that i like talking so much about like myself and my experiences is because i don't want to just be like you should do this you should do that like i come from a place uh, of i did it this way I learned this way. That doesn't mean that you have to do it, but you can tell me that I'm wrong if I'm just telling you what really just happened, right? Like, this is just my takeaways out of my journey. And, and that's something that I learned a lot, uh, from Alex Ormosi because he says, look, I went and did it and then I'll teach it. So people can be telling me like, oh, you're saying this, you're sa- well, I did it. I'm not saying that that's gonna necessarily work for you, but it worked for me. And if you wanna try it, cool, right? So that that's my my, my last like takeaway from this. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah. And I love that you're not just doing it for the money, but you're doing it to amplify the right people. Love that.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So thanks again uh, for this. I think uh, it was a wholesome uh, podcast for me. This was the first podcast that I do with my uh, phone as a camera. So I didn't even, now I realized I didn't even turn off my side light and everything, you know, we're learning here. Right. And, and, uh, and you have like the patience to kind of, Hey, like, okay, let's, let's set up this up. And, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. Like your energy is amazing. And uh, I, I look forward to, to have more conversations with you.
1: Thank you so much, Fu. It's been my pleasure.
0: So this was uh, Marla and Fu, and this is us signing off.
1: Thanks for listening to
0: Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.